Welcome to CRE Success, the podcast. Check us out online at cresuccess.co forward slash podcast. And now here's your host, Darren Krakowiak. Have you ever thought to yourself, I don't like the idea of paying for self-education. I don't want to pay for my own learning and growth. Well, if you have, you're not alone, but I want to try and offer you another perspective on today's episode. Hello, welcome to episode 57 of the show. I'm Darren Prokobiak. I equip commercial real estate professionals with proven client attraction and retention systems so they can save time, earn more, and be top performers in their market. Fantastic to have your company for the next 15 minutes. This episode is brought to you by Released, a cloud-based commercial property management platform which centralizes portfolio data, automates workflows, and provides real-time reporting for landlords and property managers. Before I launch into today's episode, I would like to invite you to join the waitlist for CRE Success membership. We're going to be reopening the membership in around about six weeks' time towards the end of November. We only open two times a year, so this is a limited opportunity for you, for you to become part of our very exclusive membership. You can go to cresuccess.co forward slash membership to register your details and to be the first to know when we do reopen the doors. This is an opportunity for you to get access to more support, more accountability and more content, which can help you be a top performer in your market. So if the content that you see CRE success sharing resonates with you and you'd like to know more about taking an additional step, well, the next step to take is with our membership, cresuccess.co forward slash membership. Go there, register your interest, and I will let you know as soon as we welcome our next cohort of members. So kind of related to the idea of joining a membership is what I want to talk to you about today. A lot of people in our industry are reluctant to take steps like that because they believe that their company will invest in them and give them whatever they need to become the best that they can be, to be that top performer. And I think this is related to the idea that people then have, which is, I don't like the idea of paying for self-education. I received that feedback from someone who is in my audience who was looking at joining actually the membership a couple of months ago. And when I asked them, later on, hey, just curious for your feedback, why didn't you join? What this person told me was, I don't like the idea of paying for self-education. And I thought, okay, well, that's interesting. And I thought, I wonder if that is a barrier for more people. So when I launched my last program, I actually deployed a survey. And the question that I asked survey respondents was, which of these were factors in your decision not to join this program, select as many as you would like. And the most selected option, would you believe, was I don't like the idea of paying for self-education. Sidebar here, I actually got a lot more responses to the survey last time because I offered people in my audience a little bit of a bribe, kind of a bribe. It was, I will give a donation of $5 to charity for every person who provides a response to the survey. So that little bit of incentive actually got a lot more people to respond to my survey, which is great. In fact, I wish more people had responded. I would have been happy to donate 10 times the amount because of the really 
valuable information that I got from people, which will help me in the future provide more compelling offers and and better solutions for people in my audience. But if you're ever running a survey in the future and you want to get more people to respond, a really great tactic that somebody showed me was just offer to make a small donation to charity in that person's name and more people will respond to the survey. So back to what I learned from that survey, which is this idea that people don't like paying for self-education. And I did think to myself, well, if not you, then who should be paying? Is it the government? Is it your company? Is it your parents? Or is it something that should be free? Being a little bit facetious there. I think that there is a reluctance for people in our industry to invest in themselves and that it's more prevalent in our industry than it is in comparable industries. And I think the most comparable one that I can share with you right now is the residential real estate sector. And my observation is that people in residential real estate are, at least in this part of the world, much more likely to invest in their own professional development. Now, you might say, well, that's because those companies that they work for provide less professional development. And that is not always the case, although it might be the case sometimes. I think it could also be because there are more opportunities for those people to find resources that resonate with them. Certainly there are more residential trainers, speakers, coaches, facilitators, workshops, etc., offering their services to people in the industry. But that could be because the demand is there from those people. Another thing which I think shows that more people in residential real estate are investing in themselves is the level of performance and the overall consistency or the prevalence of consistency when it comes to performance in residential real estate is much higher than the number of consistent top performers that exist as a proportion in commercial real estate. So this was something that I did think about before I launched this business in 2020, because on the one hand, there aren't a lot of options out there for commercial real estate professionals to get professional development support if they want to invest in themselves. And one could say that that means there's this big opportunity, but it could also be because people don't have the propensity to do it. And I like to take the view that ultimately it's my responsibility to create the need to show that I can do something to really create a result and to support people. But it is an observation that I've made before and I just wasn't sure why it was and until I did the survey and I got that feedback again from a relatively small sample. But it, I think there is something in that, the idea that people don't like to invest in themselves. And I think it's a belief probably that I've held in the past. Probably with myself, it was one, not wanting to spend the money, perhaps being a little bit too um, frugal with my money. I think also I, I did think that the company should be investing in me, or I would hope that I would be selected for the type of programs that I would want to do. So therefore, I would put myself forward for learning and development opportunities that companies I'd work for had been offering. I think also I was reading books and I was trying to do things to support my own learning and growth. So therefore, I was doing something. So perhaps I didn't have to do anything more. And also, there was the the lack of availability of commercial real estate-specific professional development out there. So I understand why, well, I, I understand why I didn't invest in the past. And I think that's probably the reason why some other people in commercial real estate don't invest in themselves. But I also know 
that you do need to invest in yourself, that you are responsible for your own success. And certainly it's, I've evolved on this in terms of willingness to invest in myself. And I'll tell you a bit more about that. But the question I would put to you is, if you're not willing to invest in yourself, then why would you think that anyone else would be? And I personally wouldn't want to invest in a company, for example, where the directors and the leadership weren't invested in that company, that they didn't believe in that company. And I think when you're presenting yourself as a service provider, you kind of are asking people to invest in you, right? And if you're not willing to make that investment in yourself, then you might have a little bit less confidence when it comes to asking other people to invest in you. And I I know what you might be thinking right now is that, hang on, you're biased because you're running this platform called CRE Success. And if people do invest in themselves, then that's a good thing for you. And I guess in some ways that is true, but I want to point out that I do put out a lot of free content. So if you're looking for free content to help people in commercial real estate, then I've got a lot of stuff out there. But I also know that if there are people who are serious about it, that they're going to want more than just the free content that I provide. And if you're serious about learning and growth, then there's a good chance that you're also going to be willing to invest more than just your time. Because one, an investment of your time is a big investment in some ways, because if you think about how much you're potentially able to earn through doing one hour of activity, like if you divided all of your hours of work, um, if you divided your annual salary or your annual compensation divided by the number of hours that you work, I think it's like 2,800 something number of hours of work in a, in a, in a typical year, something like that, then you'll get a rough idea of what your hourly rate is. Now that means that's what you're spending when you spend time doing something because that's time you're not spending earning money. Now, if you also are willing to spend some money on the learning and growth, you're not only investing that time, but you're also in making an investment in your dollars. And that means I think that you're likely to take it even more seriously because you're looking to get a bigger ROI on not only your time and but also on your money. And a little sidebar I would say is people give away their time a lot more freely than they are willing to give away their money, but don't underestimate the, uh, the value of your time. So another benefit of learning and growth is that that survey that I told you about where I invited people to respond and I offered to give a $5 donation if they did, that idea came from me being willing to invest in myself. So I got that idea from somebody I was in a learning and development program in, which was for entrepreneurs, because since I've uh, launched CRE Success as a platform in 2020, I've invested in myself to make sure that I have what I need to be able to run this business, but also to equip me with the skills that enable me to unlock my own knowledge so I can help other people in the industry. And I got the idea to do the survey from a program, but not only the idea, but I also unlocked the mindset to do it. I think in the past, if you'd said to me, if you offer $5 for people to respond to a survey, they're more likely to respond and you can give the money to charity. I would have said, oh, well, what happens if, you know, 200 people respond, then I'm out $1,000. Whereas nowadays I think to myself, fantastic, if 200 people respond, it's only $1,000 for me to get all of that wonderful information. So that's helped in terms of me shifting 
my own money mindset. And that happened through the investment that I've been willing to make in myself in professional development. So just to sort of sum up, I want to say that if you want to get the results that you're looking for, you usually need to do something to contribute to and invest in your professional development beyond what others are willing to invest in it. And I know that when I'm investing in myself, if I'm in a program that I've paid money to be in, as opposed to if I haven't paid for something, and again, this gets back to the time versus the cost, you just take it more seriously. You're more motivated. And I think it will also, when you invest in yourself, you'll have more confidence to ask others to invest in your capability when you're looking to get people to appoint you because you've been already willing to invest in yourself. And you know, when people pay, they pay attention. And I've seen it with myself and with people who are in workshops and programs that I run through this platform. People have made the commitment to invest in themselves off get those outcomes. Okay, time is almost up. But while I've got you, I want to invite you to explore this topic a little bit more through a previous episode of CRE Success, the podcast. I had a conversation with Jeff Moxham of Ray White Commercial in season one, episode 16, and we talked a lot about how people in commercial real estate are less likely to invest in themselves than people in residential real estate. So if you want to learn more about that and perhaps even get some more perspectives that might shift your mindset a little bit more to encourage you to invest in yourself. I encourage you to go back into our back catalog, episode 16 in season one, and to listen to that episode. That is all I've got for you today. Thank you so much for listening, and I will speak to you soon. Thanks for listening to CRE Success, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. For more information about the show, just check the show notes on your podcast app or visit us online at cresuccess.co. 90% of the world's data was generated in the last two years. Credia is a business intelligence and analytics tool for commercial real estate professionals. Using real-time insights, track key portfolio metrics and benchmark against the market so you can make faster and well-informed decisions. With live dashboards and bespoke reporting, impress both your executive team and your property clients. It's time to turn data into your most valuable asset with Credia from Released.